0: Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff Captain
1: Caveman
2: Thanks Click subscribe and the bell Do it now!
0: co-main event of the evening, Rasta
1: Presley. How you doing, sir? Oh, oh, man. Mike. You hear this? It's Mike. Kierus? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yep. we got you. We got you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing well this evening. How y'all doing over there on the East Coast? Good.
2: We're doing great on the East Coast here. He's coming to us from Seattle, Washington, correct? Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. Six is six thirty over
2: here, so you see, I still got a little sunlight. Yeah, his video feed's a little jacked up, but we can hear the audio, so that's really what we want to we want to have, anyways. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about this fight, man?
1: Um, definitely working to show uh, the audience that does follow me and the crowd that I do have a great striking game. Um I have been doing a lot of MMA and a lot of my past fights people have seen me on the amateur circuit um but being on that amateur circuit all it did was really show my grappling skills and I've worked to develop those a little more but with Muay Thai there's no threat of a takedown so the guy has no choice but to have to give me respect when it comes to the striking he's going to have to take it or I'm going to have to take it but more than likely in this case I'm going to be the one giving a lot of the you know, punishment, because that's just the type of uh, fighter I am. Um, But, yeah, I'm just most excited to just showcase what I can do as far as my striking.
2: Bubba Norton is known as, like, the human sponge lately around here. He can take uh, quite a bit of abuse. How's your gas tank? Do you think you're going to be able to hold up to uh, three whole rounds and that continuous output?
1: I I have been out – of the military for almost two to three years now, and I've been still doing the same workout regiment that I was doing then. And um, I mean, I'm just in the best Thank shape I mean. feel of my life. Um, my stamina is up there um, where I feel like no one can really hang with me when it comes to either grappling, when it comes to striking. Um, I'm, I feel like I just have this gas tank that a lot of guys aren't familiar with. So. I know that this is gonna be very overwhelming for him as far as a fight. So I just don't see him uh going too long in this. Taking a lot of abuse, that's okay that he can do that, but he hasn't taken abuse from somebody that hits as hard as I
2: have. So nice.
1: It sounds a lot better now. You say that when we can hear what you're saying too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I apologize about that last one, guys. Uh yeah, that was my that was my fault. As far as the comms, but you know, I made sure I did a, a mic check this time around. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a lot better this time. The video's still shitty, but what are you gonna do? You're on a you're on a military base, right? Yes,
1: yes, right on the military base, uh, Joint Base Lewis-McChord, over here on North Fort. Uh, you know, so it's nice, it's nice, but at the same time, it's still loud. It in the evenings, it's a lot of training going on still.
2: Yeah, did um. Did it get crazy today in the base when they're talking about all the UFO stuff today in the government?
1: Man, it's a lot of conspiracies out conspiracies out there, man. And uh I, I just try not to watch none of the news, try not to get in none of that politics stuff. But I do know that people always do have the whispers about whatever they see on the
2: news. I'm all about it's the crazy. aliens talk, so I'm uh, I'm all about conspiracy theories. I have like a Little conspiracy theory podcast I do too. So uh like I, I was like pumped for today. It wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be, but it's still pretty good, man. Like aliens are out there and
0: always. Yo, caveman, we yo caveman, okay, we definitely gotta do a conspiracy uh podcast for sure. Yeah, I'm with man. that. You know
1: what? I believe that there are aliens in the ocean. There's so much unforeseen territory and area down there. There's just a lot of stuff down there that we have never been able to touch because you know the pressure of getting further deeper down into the water. So I don't think we'll ever find out, but there's aliens down there. I already know it.
2: Dude occupier aliens for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they, they, got, they got the technology for the um the pressure under the water.
2: Yo you need the alien DNA for sure. Like the calamari makes you stronger. It makes you like be able to do alien stuff
1: i've never i've never eaten calamari yeah but i do know that uh we have not been able to or we as a people as a human race have not been able to come up with any kind of tools or instruments to be able to go far enough down there to see anything it's so dark down there so yeah. i know the aliens are down there
2: and the probably there's the, subs the do do so good down there either yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's some mermaid down there swimming right now.
1: Oh man, I hope Where not mermaid? mermaid.
2: If you're interested I in seeing in mermaid. uh, mermaids, you should go to our OnlyFans uh, supporter, just the Cavs. He uh, he might have some mermaids in his calves or something. He would like you to share all his calves. Sorry, we have a <laughs> we had a sponsor plug too. Um, I I know that you, uh, your sponsors weren't happy that they were unable to be uh, heard um, last time. So do you want to give a quick shout out to your sponsors?
1: Yes, I would like to give a shout out to the Maney team. Uh, That's the division of the Keller Williams uh, Realty. Um, That's one of their teams. And that is headed by Trevor Maney and Nicole Maney, um, his wife. Both partners taking over that uh, industry, doing a real good job out there in that 585 area. Um, I would like to also give a shout out to the Rochester African American um, uh, Firearms Association. And that's uh, headed by Paula Dell, That's one of my good friends um, since uh, elementary And uh, ever since, he's just been in my corner ever since. And I I respect the hell out of that guy and what he's doing with that and trying to teach fire safety and self defense classes for the people of that area, just so that everybody's a little bit more confident, especially with Rochester being that, uh, you know, as high as it is when it comes to assaults and crimes. So we're trying to, you know, minimize things like that. and, And what he's doing with that association is doing you know, a lot of good for uh, that community. Um, I'd also like to shout out uh, Peter Corona. That's one of my other sponsors, the third sponsor uh, with PC3 Contracting, um, LLC. Um, he's been in my corner since the amateur days as well, back since childhood. Another guy that's just continuing to change the world, you know, and being innovative with his uh blueprints and the things that he is able to you know help with when it comes to architects uh landscaping um pretty much anything the guy is just a jack of all trades and i just i'm looking forward to seeing what his business can manifest into and continue to grow into with the different dimensions and then the fourth at this time is uh my man rich liano jake Rich liano uh, a guy that i had also went to school with back in the day um that's doing the music right now, and he's definitely turning up all over the world. Uh, he's been out there in Kenya. He's been taking care of business out there, doing a lot of community service um, with those people, helping build towns and villages, and just seeing them just help provide food and water to those communities in that third world country, it just shows that, you know, it makes me a little more inspired and want to get out there and try to get out to these Places that do have that need, and just to see that he sacrifices his time to be able to go over there and do that, and also continue to, you know, reach the masses through his music. That's another blessing. So, you know, it's just good to see a person like that taking time from something that they also love, which is his music, and investing his energy into helping other people. That's a uh,
2: that's a lot of sponsors. I'm glad you have all that. That's uh, probably helps <laughs> you. So those right now are my four.
1: Uh, it helps. It helps me get out there. And then it's also at the same time, it's not even about the money. They know that it's really about me just getting out there and reconnecting with family, friends. That's my area, hometown, grew up out there, uh, raised out there. So that'll always be home. Um, But just due to certain circumstances and job opportunities, I couldn't pass up things out here. So, um, But Rochester will always be home for me the 19th Ward is where I grew up.
0: So
1: you're gonna Who be Rasta, fighting. Over Rasta, do you know uh do you know Mickey Gaskin? Mickey Gaskin, yeah. I heard about him a couple times. He fought one of my uh teammates back in the Amies, and um somehow Mickey won that fight in uh a, a split decision, which I didn't know how. I mean, as far as the striking, it looked like my teammate had it, but I mean, not being biased or anything, but just being a lover of the sport when it comes to fighting and engaging and the aggression and significant strikes, you know, I felt like, you know, Mickey was just a hometown hero, so they gave him that fight. But, um, yeah, I tried to get into, get into it with him. He ain't want no smoking the amies with me, so, you know, that was crazy. I was like, what, what's up with that? You know, yo, I mean? you but, uh, all this talking on social media, and you know, and then all I said was just I felt like the fight was a different way or a different outcome on Facebook or something like that because my teammate was talking and addressing it. And uh, Mickey had jumped on, said some little stuff like, Oh, you know, you can get it too, or whatever. I'm like, What's what's sense What's
0: up? What's up? We, we can talk to Bubba. yo, you know, yo, yo time, what's your roster? Yeah, the reason why I say that because um. He was talking, uh Bubba posted something about you fighting you, and then he was saying that's an easy fight for him.
1: Man, listen, listen. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey said Mickey said that it it would be Mickey said that it'll be an easy fight for me, or it'll be an easy fight for Bubba.
0: Like what which one? He said it'll be an that's easy the, fight for uh, Bubba. And then if Bubba do not want to fight you, then he will fight you or some, some shit like that. I'll smoke Bubba's boots, and then in the same night, I'll smoke Mickey's boots. So you, we can line up the same thing. Muay
1: Thai is just striking. So when it comes to that, I'm, I'm telling you, I can get in there, get Bubba out of there. Probably in under three, definitely in two. I don't see him lasting. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of guy that's going to come and I'm going to put that pressure on you. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to have to think. And he he reacts too slow to be in there with me. And this is the worst decision that he could have made for his career coming off these losing streaks that he has right now, as to try to get in there with a dog or a person that is hungry as I am that knows nothing but sacrifice all his life, nothing but grind all his life. He wants to get in there and try to get back on the winning skid against me? Negative. I'm coming off a loss in my debut in my uh, pro fight. So uh, up there in Colorado. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, I was uh, unprepared because we truly were prepared. But I'm going to say that that Colorado altitude is something different. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't uh, suggest anybody go up there in that Colorado uh, thin air until you really are, are prepared for that, you know. But um, back to this whole Bubba thing, Bubba already know I'm about to smoke him, get him up out of there. Um, and then Mickey, he can get it next. So, I mean, all you gotta do is sign the contract. Sign the contract, big boy. Sign the contract. (laughs) And the words of Mike Tyson. That's my guy. Love Mike. Hey, 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 hey. Stop. Stop. I'm on the phone right now. All right. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. You can get some ice cream in a minute. All right. Chill out. I'm on the phone. So, yeah, but uh, that's where I am with that. So, I'm 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 not turning down no fights. I'm that I'm, I'm the bully I'm the bully. I'm the bounty hunter so I don't understand what Mickey doing all this talking on social media outside of the fact we could have did this in the 80s so now he want to talk and try to promote and try to get a little juice on him you know what I'm saying is he starting to move forward into the pros listen this, I am the guy that will slow down your career. I'm that guy. I'm not getting in there for no play play. I'm getting in there to show to show that person that I am the alpha. I'm in there to show that person that I have the skill set to be the best on that night. I'm not going in there to lose. I'm not going in there to give him a couple shots. None of that. So when it comes to this this fight world, it's not a game. None of that is a game. No combat sport from sub only, from Muay Thai, boxing, uh, sambo, um, taekwondo. It doesn't matter what style. None of that is to be taken seriously. Everything should be coming too seriously, um, and nothing's a game. So I'm, I'm coming in there to do damage. And I'm very cerebral when it came to this. Once soon as I stepped into the pros, I knew I had to become very cerebral, cerebral in my approach when it comes to this fight. Then Mickey's an airhead, he ain't gonna be able to do nothing. The, 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 the dumbest fight in the world to watch and to ever be made would be between public. And Mickey
2: Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's crying in the background. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> the, even the even even the baby even the baby's upset about that kind of headline.
2: Oh, we we, we were actually no, talking Mickey, about. Uh, Mickey, Mickey can't
1: to sell Bubba. no tickets. Mickey can't sell no tickets, and Bubba sells. Uh, uh, what do they call those tickets? Uh, pity tickets. I heard people out there chanting for them and stuff like that. Who was out there? Ch-
2: who did he pay to chant his name last fight? <laughs> who he did he pay? Tickets, There's one thing Bubba's really, really good at it's moving tickets, and he does a great job. And, like, like, we were saying earlier, the fans love to see him fight because, like, who would love to see oh. his fight? They're always exciting, he takes a lot of damage, he, he keeps moving forward, and like. To be honest, no one's really stopped him. If you stop him, that's a really impressive win for you. And I, if you can stop him, I'm gonna say that. Well, like that's
1: the thing. Do you know that's the thing too, K Man? Like, I don't stay. I don't stray away from no challenging fights, no hard uh, opponents. I've I, I never said no. Never said no. And Emmys to pros now. Never said no. I had my debut. It was supposed to be against another uh, pro guy, pro debut guy. There in Colorado Springs, and the buddy had said, Nah, I ain't gonna fight him. But he had a big track record in his Amy career, right? You know what I'm saying? He was like five and two, or you know, six and two. So I'm like, okay, that would be a great guy for me to have a debut against, right? I'm coming from the Ammys where I'm two and two on paper. So I'm like, all right, coming off an injury, I look like I'm food, you know, I'm on the food chain. So I'm like, okay, that's just a good little, you know, good little fight for me to take and get a quick dub off of him, and then he declined the contract, so his teammate stepped in, a veteran. He had four fights under his belt in the pros. He was coming off a loss, but at the end of the day, I had took that fight because I was like, I want a challenge. I'm not going to sit and turn down the opportunity to face a vet and show what I can do against a vet because it doesn't matter about how many fights you have. That doesn't doesn't determine your skill set. That doesn't determine how uh, prepared you are. So, I'm a whole different type of animal when it comes to figuring out this blueprint of how to defeat an opponent. I'm very surgical and methodical when it comes to my approach. Like I'm really breaking down everything and the tendencies and algorithms that these guys have when it comes to their fighting skill sets. And I mean, I don't know. Muay Thai is definitely not the thing for Bubba to be into. He probably should have did something like a grappling sport or something, but for him to go straight into Muay Thai, I think that that's not smart for somebody that isn't as coordinated as he is. So.
2: I like the sound that um I have two questions. Both I wanted to ask you during our last interview, but our sound was so shitty. I tried to uh, just get through the podcast as fast as we could and, and get all the relevant information out. I would, number one, like to hear about your injury and how you recover from it.
1: All right. So back in – believe it was 2019 2020 i ended up getting a dislocated elbow in the first round of my championship amateur fight at 170 so whenever everyone that was there could just see that night how my elbow was how my elbow was when i had um got that dislocation, and I had talked to the doctors, and the doctors were saying that they don't know if I'd be able to compete again, and I just said to myself, you know, I got into a rough at first, you know, for probably, I'd say probably about two to three months until I waited for the surgery, and uh, once I had got the surgery, I had watched a lot of stuff on this guy named Zion that fights out of, I believe, uh, the body shop down in California uh, with uh, A.J. McKee and them guys. But uh, he's a, he, he doesn't have his lower extremities, but he's out there doing MMA. And then I had saw his story, and I had became so touched. I became so motivated. And then I saw another guy named Hansel, something that does basketball, and he's on his way to the pros now, and he's worn arms. Um, so it's like to see people try to overcome, people do overcome the, you know, deficits that they have. It's just about the mindset and the mentality that you have in you. And that's what really separates people that are competitors in a, in any kind of arena is being able to have to be able to, you know, you conceptualize that, um, you're going to do this. You're going to be successful. There's nothing that's going to stop you from being able to be successful. So that's where I am when it comes to my mentality and and that focus and that grit. You see, I'm on the phone again. All right. So as, 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 and just that recovery just showed where I was as far as my mental endurance and where I was as far as my mental fortitude where a lot of guys, they will take an injury and then they end up just getting discouraged and wanting to call it quits. I figured I was trying to rush back at first. I was jumping into fights that were unsanctioned to try to, you know, see if I can give it a whirl and give it a go and such. But even that had shot me in the foot for trying to move too fast and that, you know, um, recovery, But I had to really sit out and humble myself and um, really go through the therapy, the rehab, listen to the doctors, heal. I needed to heal. But um, during that recovery, I just had to hone in on my other skill sets and my other types of stances. And it just made me more diversified because when you have something that is wounded, you have to compensate with other things. And I felt like I needed to tailor my skill set to be able to rival against that injury that I had faced and I was coming off of. So it definitely made me more dimensional and it has made me more of a competitor. And it has definitely made me you know, more versatile when it comes to the dimensions of what I can do in combat sports. Like, this isn't the only sport that I'll be doing in pros. Muay Thai, MMA, boxing, I hope to get one of those out the way. Um, I definitely am doing a sub only a couple weeks after this fight. um,
2: I just want to stay active as much as possible. That's that's so confident. Anyone that wants to see a horrific uh, elbow dislocation, check out UFC elbow dislocation. Just uh, last weekend, some poor girl just dislocated her elbow horrifically. Yeah, no, it was hard to watch. And if it was anything like that, man, I you're back on them uh back in the cage fighting is just amazing to hear. Your Rasta. It's a comeback you, story. Your yo, Rasta, would you do bare knuckle fighting?
1: I would do everything besides bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> just because uh bare knuckle to me is uh hang on guys, I'll stop.
0: Yeah, get him that juice. You're right, man. All right. All right, man. (laughs)
1: Uh, All right, all right, all right. But um (laughs) bare knuckle, no, I would I I've never thought to give that a a chance.
2: We'll for two tonight in the bare knuckle fights. No one wants to fight bare knuckle for you, right? Ray's uh Ray's trying to manage some bare knuckle fighters and get some stuff going on. Um, my second question is what happened with the commission? I know that there was a a crazy story. Like you're about to walk out and some shit went down. Can you, uh, can you give us that story real quick too?
1: Yes, sir. So
2: I was out here getting ready to fight on one of the biggest
1: promoters, um, unsanctioned car. Um, and I ended up showing up to the fight. I was talking to the promoter. I was like, Hey, listen, I need to get a clearance. You know, through word of mouth of people that I know that know this industry, I need to get a clearance medically in order for me to be able to fight um, on this car. Because if I don't, then what will end up happening is somebody could, you know, tell the commission that of the sanctioning bodies that I was fighting with a medical suspension, even if it was unsanctioned, Um, And that would have had just ruined my whole amateur career, probably put me on suspension. Um, it was just a lot of things going on at that time. So I had still gave this guy, this promoter, the benefit of the doubt. I was like, hey, you know, let me just get your team doctor. Get your medical event doctor um, to just write a letter and say that I'm cleared to fight this night. So he ends up going while we're backstage, the toys team doctor. He gets the doctor to write. Rasta Presley is cleared to fight on th- this day.
2: Oh, man. I have a little bit of technical difficulties again.
1: He he doesn't sign. Right. So, he doesn't sign his initials. He doesn't sign his credentials. No nothing. So, I was at a point where I was like, do I stay and fight this guy on this unsanctioned card? Who's a guy that's coming, you know, he's a pro in the Emmys at this time. Um, But, you know, I was going to give him that welcome
2: to the uh,
1: Emmy world. But uh, at that time, I didn't feel comfortable and confident that this wouldn't blow back on me. So I ended up walking out of uh, the arena that night. (laughs) So after I left the arena that night, the uh, the post over here They got like a Pacific Northwest Fighters page um, A social network That I, I, I You know I wasn't really engaged in it But I was a part of it Like I was one of the members And I wake up the next day to see my name's tagged In so many different things on Facebook And I'm just like what's what's going on So I look at it And not only is this teammate guy Talking all kinds of downside about me um the promoters on there and he's saying don't book rasta rasta's going to be uh he's going to ruin your show rasta had walked out left my guy standing in the cage uh, but he didn't tell the part of he was trying to make me fight without a medical clearance approval like, dude, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to put food on the table to feed my kids. And you want me to do some shanky, some shady-ass shit just because you want to make a couple of dollars? See, that's the thing when it comes to these amateur uh, promoters, too, at the times. You know, it's like you can tell what promotions really are for the fighters, right? You know, you can tell that, that the ones that value what they really do when it comes to making these shows. Are they looking to book a lot of fights on these cards? Are they trying to compensate the fighter? Are they um, trying to make even fights? Um, Are they looking to make sure you're cleared medically? What are they doing, you know, when it comes to these shows? And a lot of these guys that are getting in there and they're putting their bodies on the line for definitely experience in the Emmys, but at the same time, it's not that good when it comes to... You know the financial part because the finances are all going in the pockets of the people that are you know putting into the 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 promotion um but i felt that there was only a few uh promotions that i could trust at the end of the day when i started looking at these different promotions on where i want to do my next pro combat sport i was like where where where, where could i go what who who has it the right idea? What promoters are out there thinking about fighter safety? They're not out there thinking about let me put 30 fights on this card so I can go ahead and get as many tickets sold as possible. You know, like what promoters are doing that? And I happened to tune into K4, which was doing their thing over there, and I've also seen Cage Wars um, on there in, uh, Schenectady and that's connectedy and. Uh, Philadelphia area, they doing great over there. And then also this pro uh, motion that I had did my pro debut on, uh, Battle MMA Championships. That's another great uh, one, you know, that's a pro-am, that does pro-am shows. So those are the three right now that I've been able to say that haven't been giving me no like shady business when it comes to the rundown or trying to get on a card or any of that. But everybody else is just like, they're trying to tell me, oh, you wouldn't be able to get on a card here, or you wouldn't be able to get cleared by our commission, and I'm just like, damn, how am I not cleared? But you just sent me a contract, you know, the other week or so, when they didn't know. One, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep this, this one promotion un- anonymous. Uh, they sent me a contract, and Buddy get a con, and, and he turns the contract down with me, and now he's fighting on the contract in, in that state for this this promoter. And I'm like, how? I'm like, is, are we going based off of the amateur reputation or what? But he didn't know that I was already booked to fight that guy. But it's just like I don't understand the mess, I don't understand. It. It's just like smoke and mirrors at times. I just want to get in and just showcase what my talents are and show everybody that I, 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 can, I can do this. And I take it seriously. This is a craft for me. And it's honestly my stress relief, too, because what I do in real life for job is very stressful. So, you know, we well, I promise people.
2: you that K four will definitely be legit. Uh, I can personally vouch for Keith. I worked with him all my life. He fought himself. He's a professional fighter. They get pretty much the highest level you can be at. Uh, he's undefeated for a really long time. I love the man to death, and I would, I'll stand up by his side for now until eternity. And uh, he's a man of honor. If he promises something, he'll deliver on it. And uh, i it's a business on both sides. Like uh the promoters need to make their money too. And I'm sure you understand that. So as long as uh both people are in unison you agree to your contract, I mean it is a business. So like they should sell tickets and you should make money and they should take care of the fighters and, and like uh everyone should make money, you know, and that's that's how it works. Uh, yeah. now you got me curious, man, what do you do for a living?
1: Uh I work as a CPS investigator. Child attack, sir yeah that's that sounds like you're running some real shit i mean i i know what a great parent is i know what a good parent is i know what a shitty parent is now so you know at the same time it's like yeah i, I do see some secondary traumas and stuff but some of this shit i've already been exposed to when i was younger as a kid so to come into this i was already a little desensitized which is a little emotionally fucked up but i mean that's just the truth of the matter and it makes me better at what i do in my job so i'm able to separate the emotion from the you know the job
2: task you know thank you for that service man that's an important thing that you're doing it's really important uh what's your prediction for the fight second round knockout like you said earlier um
1: i really don't like to call the numbers i like to just let it just be like a surprise usually Like, you're going to know when it's going to get turned on. Um, I think that he's going to be very cautious. I don't think he's going to walk down into me like he was trying to walk uh, his last opponent down. But even when he was trying to walk his own other opponent down, I could see that he was tired. But Bubba does got a lot of heart. I do respect that. I will respect the, the guy's heart. That's one thing that I can't say that he doesn't have because he does have that. It's just hopefully he has a brain at the same time that night, because I don't want to have him taking more than he can't handle. And then ref's not helping, you know, but that's just up to the ref. And um, that's why we got refs in there. We have safety um, to protect the fighters at times, but I'm I'm there to definitely end this fight. Um, I'm trying to make a statement here. And um,
2: it on August 5th. And I'm going to keep it all over after that. And all the fights I've seen in K-4, the refs do a very good job with fire safety. And they do a very good job letting the pros get away with a little bit more than the amateurs. So I, I uh, all in all, I, th- I can only think of one example at the time that I thought maybe a, a fight shouldn't have been stopped and stopped over early. Uh, other than that, like, I think they call it right at the right time for all of them. Um, they do a really, really, really good job. Brandon Mardino was like on fire fired. the last event. He did such a good job. He's doing so much stuff. Like, yeah, he had one fight where everyone was spitting their mouthpieces out, and he's to pick up the mouthpieces and give them back to the right guy. And man, like, the refs are on point at K4. So uh, I am uh, I'm, I was pretty impressed by that. If it was me, I'd just give whatever mouthpiece to whatever guy. Like, here you go, put him in, let's fight. Get the guy's the wrong mouthpiece on purpose or some shit. But, uh, um,
1: Shit, I mean, with adrenaline rush, you're going to probably take that nasty wrong mouthpiece and still put it in your mouth. That's because you're off the adrenaline. You're trying to get it in. You yeah, ain't this thinking about the mouthpiece or whose
2: mouthpiece it is. I'm trying to get it on. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, okay. We're looking forward to seeing you in K4. We appreciate having you on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think when uh, we play this back and we take out a little bit of delay, uh, it might come out uh, not too bad. Uh, remember, K4 Fighting is August 5th at the River, Buffalo Riverworks. There's a link to it right here. If you click on that link, you can go and watch or go and buy your tickets. When you buy the tickets, make sure you put in Presley uh, when you buy the tickets for the promo code, and uh, Rasta will get credit for the ticket sales. Uh, I think Bob already scooped up all the VIP tickets are already sold out, but uh, hopefully we can uh, sell you a couple tickets and make you a few bucks too.
0: Don't forget the pay-per-view.
2: Uh, and uh, also the the fight will be on pay-per-view. Uh, I don't believe I have the link right here. Real quick. No, I don't have, the, I, uh, I raised the link to send you the link to this, but uh, we'll we'll post a link for the, um, for the pay-per-view as well. So, uh, the people back
1: home can uh, watch your fight too, man. I'm looking forward to it. All right, thank y'all words? for the support. Thank y'all for the platform that y'all doing. Y'all doing great work. This is great professionalism and getting people the exposure that it does. It's not just for the pros. It also is for the amateurs. I see that y'all do a great, you know, spread of trying to get all the competitors on the show, and that's that's really meaningful to you know the the careers and how they develop and how they progress moving further on into their careers. So I really applaud the things that y'all doing, keep on doing it. And uh, it seems like it's coming from a genuine place with y'all. So keep it up
2: for sure. And I promise you between me and Ray, at some point we're going to get you on live uh, either after the weigh-ins or before the fights or after the fights. And we're going to do like a quick five minute with you where we're not having like, screen delays and all kinds of stuff. I really like to sit down, man. I, it doesn't come across like how cool you are to talk with uh, over the, the internet like, like it should. And man, like you're one of the coolest guys that we had on the show. So I really want uh, the fans of our show to see like how cool we really are, man. Like it's been uh, awesome dealing with you like offline and like all kinds of stuff, where we're not on this platform where we're like, you're in and out and you're just the, the delaying your visual uh your visual like output. and. Man, like, we're gonna get a good one with you. Like, I, I promise you, we're gonna get you in some live yes, fire, sir. we're gonna sit together and do it in person, and and, t- and just wrap it off for like five or ten minutes. Like, let the fancy hope cool we really are, man. We appreciate you having on the show. Uh, no problem, I, I look forward to seeing y'all at the show uh, on August 5th, as well as
1: uh, speaking to you in the ring after uh, I secured this win.
2: I'm gonna like I'm gonna keep pulling the mic away from you so it's just like when we talk on the uh, on the podcast. So like if you talk I'll pull the mic away and put it back and pull it away and put it back just like on the podcast. It's <laughs> all good. It's all good. Okay. All right, man. Good. good luck, and uh I hope to be interviewing you soon, man. Talk to you soon.
1: All right, guys. Take
2: care. Lots of even leaving the building. <laughs> all right, Ray. Right. So when we repost these, uh, I think it says, at least when you buy the program, it says that if the guest is choppy when you're doing it live, it'll go back and it'll edit the choppiness into a real, um, like uh, the best that it can into like a real platform. So uh, if you had a hard time listening to this one and you didn't make it all the way through, uh, you can always go back and uh, watch the YouTube video of it and our YouTube page. And make sure you click like and subscribe, and uh, it should clean it up a little bit. And if not, then uh, I want my money back from uh, StreamYard.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, oh, yo, okay, man. Um, so yeah, let's do uh alien. Let's do another conspiracy. Let's do a haunted house.
2: Let's do some crazy shit, man. I would love to, man. Like my conspiracy theory ones are like some of my favorite ones. We did dinosaurs. We did the flat Earth. Earth. and we did bigfoot yeah that was funny bigfoot was my favorite one out of all of them because Forrest was the uh, force is a judge for all of them but like Forrest was really good on that one all right man well we did two of these doggone things i'm exhausted you look tired uh we waited (laughs) a long time for rasta and i need need to drink some water i'm gonna drink some um gatorade I, uh, I, man, I'm back to rock. I didn't have time to run and grab, um, monsters. Uh, I know they support Pat now, so I want to support them, but man, I got, I drinking my drink. All right, let's get out of here. Peace. All right, guys, we will see you Saturday at 8 p.m. for our next podcast. Don't miss it.